It's nine after 11 o'clock. Welcome to the third and final hour of the show. So today we are focusing for this hour of Municipal Watch, that is. Uh, we are focusing on part two of what is happening in Mangawung. Last week, the conversation centered on, you know, just what the difficulties experienced in the municipality have been that have led to uh, it being placed under national administration. We've been watching, of course, a deterioration of uh, the state of that municipality uh, across different spheres, really, when it comes to political leadership, when it comes to service delivery, etc. And all of these have, uh, I think, compounded the problems uh, facing Mangawu. Um, last week, we were in conversation with representatives of various parties from Mangawung that is still going to be the case today and um, we're going to be in conversation with amongst others members of the ANC the EFF and the Democratic Alliance one of the big questions that we dealt with and it was an allegation that came up that came up was um, around the distribution around the employment rather of workers in Mangawung, in particular ghost workers that were said to exist in the province. The ANC had a view about it. They believed that um, Mangawung did not have any ghost workers. Members of the opposition said they were and were a unable to really have clarity on what the status of many of the workers have been well hopefully today we'll be able to answer that question uh, we do have some documents in front of us that at least paint a better picture before i invite the guests on to the show to come on i want to just play part of what unfolded last week the people that we had in the conversation included uh, lawrence matai who is convener of the anc in mangawung Hopolang Dipali, who is the EFF regional chairperson there, and Johan Pretorius, who is the DA caucus leader in that metro. In that conversation, Matai put the blame for the poor performance of the municipality on members of the opposition. Let's take a listen. The blame is to be squarely placed on the shoulders of opposition. Opposition parties have coalesced to collapse the municipality. The in in EFF, what ways? In what ways? Look, we, we enjoy only a majority uh, of one person. So any talk of the ANC council or the, the ANC uh, leading the municipality in the wrong direction is grossly under-theorized. Parties uh, which do not have any interest at heart to improve the lives of the communities they serve have coalesced together your EFF, your DA, your AFB. Every time when there's a council meeting, they've got one or this other way to collapse the municipality. So, yes, they've made even the, the work of the administration uh, extremely difficult to the extent to that the administration has not been in sync with uh, the public or the government's institution of the municipality. There's been problems. The unfortunate part of it is that uh, the ANC will never accept its own responsibility. After the election, opposition comprised of 60, and ANC it was only 51. Mm. You can just imagine that ANC, if somebody else has to go to hospital, they will have to bring him with a stretch in the chamber so that they could vote. 
Now, the other faction of the ANC was voting with the opposition because the opposition is very united. Now, the problem is that the other faction of the ANC was voting with us. Hence, Mr. Lawrence is saying to us that the opposition has got something to do with it. If they are voting with us, they should go and sort out their own mess, their own promises that they made to other factions. Now, they want to put things squarely on us. That is not the doing of the opposition. There are 120 people whom we call ghost workers that the municipality paid in December 2.5 million. In, in, in January, 5 million. In, in February, 8.5 million. How do you pay uh, 120 people that kind of money? 2.5, 5 million, and 8.5? I must say I'm a bit shell-shocked um, of the comments of Lawrence from the ANC to say that the opposition is responsible for this mess it is clear that there is faction fights in the ANC. Uh, we cannot win the vote in council if we don't have an, a faction of the ANC voting with the opposition parties. Um, like the EFF just said, the ghost workers was a big issue mm-hmm. from December. Um, the ANC didn't do that well in the elections. And what do they do? They, the politicians that don't make it into council... They just appoint them as ghost workers, and they get huge salaries. There's even people getting salaries over 100,000 rand and a month with a job title like a researcher. I mean, that's clear looting of municipal funds. We don't understand how the ANC can say that the opposition is responsible for this, but I'm telling you, the reason why there's no service delivery among them is because of the huge salary bill after 30 years of ANC rule in Mangaroon. They've been appointing all their family and friends in the, the government, in the municipality, but they have no knowledge how to do the service delivery. All right, so that's just part of the conversation we had uh, on Municipal Watch last week, focusing on Mangawung. Today, then, is part two of that conversation. As always, uh, you are invited to be part of the conversation. The number to dial today, 011-714-2006. That's the number to phone in on, 011-714-2006. On the WhatsApp line, it's 614 and on Twitter at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. Let me welcome the guests then for the next hour. Sihopi Malebo is a member of the ANC's Interim Regional Executive Committee in Mangawung. He uh, is going to be replacing Lawrence Matai as the ANC representative. Uh, Mr. Malebo, good morning to you. Good morning, uh, and other listeners and uh, panelists. All right. Hopula. I don't know. But so, I'm, sorry. I'm really battling to hear you. You're battling to I'm hear not... me? Yes. It's strange. I'm really, it's really straining me. I'm pressing the phone on my ear. 
Okay. I don't know uh, if people can do something about it. That's fine, Mr. Malebo. I'll ask them to look into it. I'm not sure what the issue uh, could be. Maybe you want to put me on loudspeaker as well. That that could be an alternative. But, yeah, the team is aware, and, and they'll try and see what they can do. Rupolang Dipali is the EFF regional chairperson in Mangawung. Uh, good morning, Rupolang. Good morning, Ms. Uh, Kathy and the listeners at home. And Johan Pretorius is the DA caucus leader in the Mangawung Metro. Mr. Pretorius, good morning. Morning, Cathy, and SAFM listeners. All right. So uh, let me begin with you, uh, Sehopi, if you can perhaps begin by just clarifying where we left things last week, because there were big questions, especially around the issue of the ghost workers. And it's we seem to have left that issue hanging about the number of workers in Mangawung right now. And by ghost workers, we mean workers that were appointed without following due process, legal processes, and whether these workers in fact had appointment letters, if they had the accompanying contracts and if they were appointed more specifically in accordance with municipality recruitment policies and any other applicable legislation. Thank you very much. Uh, may I also uh, just for the purpose of uh, this uh, interview also indicate that uh, I'm not only uh, in the uh, interim regional leadership, but I, I also represent that ANC um, interim regional leadership in the caucus of all councillors uh, of Mangao Metro. Um, yes, thank you very much for the opportunity to, uh, to clarify and state the, the facts again. One, the appointment of the so-called ghost workers, it's not true. If they are ghosts, they wouldn't have been known, they wouldn't have been reporting, and in this instance, it was clarified last week that the people that are referred to cut across all political parties. And as it's supposed to be with political matters, the ruling party, the majority party, has got the majority of those people. That's the first point that we need to establish. And to dismiss the protection that this is a hidden um, appointment that were done illegally, not following... Uh, recruitment procedures, not following uh, the, the precedence of employing people within the municipalities and related to the employment policies of political parties in council. That should be very, very clear. And if I, I heard your previous interview correctly, the parties that are making the allegation did not even refer to political staff that was appointed together with the ANC uh, when mentioning the issue of ghost workers. Most of these people were on contract, and the, we know that some of them 
their uh, uh, permanent status. It's not there, but they were going to be um, some of those positions will, would have been in later time be um, uh, uh, advertised for permanency. Now, with regard to the, the, the matter of Comrade uh, uh, Lawrence Matai, well, I think it's an insult really to regard him as a, as a ghost worker or whatever, as the person that needs re- that reference to also acknowledges that what position is he employed in and what job is he doing at the municipality. So uh, it is mere politicking to try and smear the African National Congress in the council um, that um, we went about uh, employing people uh, totally in disregard of the rules and regulations of the municipality. So, Mr. Mr. Sahupi, if I understand you correctly, you are still denying the fact that, and again, I was very specific in terms of ghost workers, the definition that we are dealing with here, that these are people that have been appointed without appointment letters. They've been put in positions without appointment letters, without the necessary contracts, without employment procedures being followed. So you are saying that that has not been the case. I am saying that it is impossible to appoint people and then regard them as ghost workers. So there's no such. And, uh, so, and, so, so, so you're that. saying that there yeah. are people I, that I were appointed. That's so so you're, you're, you're acknowledging that there are people that were appointed then? I'm acknowledging that appointments were made. and this Of, of how many people? All, all political parties. That's fine. Of how many people? Yeah. Then the second point that I'm making is this, that they were appointed on contract some of them, right? Others have not been appointed on permanent basis because the posts that they're occupying are those that are serving their political parties and the political parties had to get going in their work to restart the municipality. And in that process, the post we know will be advertised if they have not been advertised already. So, Mr. Malevo, I'm going to ask you just to, let's go systematically then with this, with this issue. So, you acknowledge that there have been appointments. Of how many people? Uh, over 100. I don't have the, the final details. You don't have the final details. Of the, yes, according yes, to the information yes, I have, it's, 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 it's 105 yes, people. Yes, yes. 105 yes. people, right? Yes. All of them temporary workers, right? Contract temporary workers, yes. Contract temporary workers, yes. They're all temporary workers. Did any of these temporary workers receive appointment letters? No, Mr. Malevo, Mr. Malevo, I said let's go through this systematically. Did any of these 105 temporary contract workers, as you put it, did any of them receive appointment letters from the Mangawung Metro? As far as I know, those of the ANC did. No, no, not as far as you know, um, Mr. Malebo. Did they receive contract, uh, did they receive appointment letters? I say, I repeat to you, Cassie, 
Those of the ANC, as far as I know, they have received the appointment letters, and that's why they could be paid. Why would it only be those of the, Why would it only be those of the ANC? I'm speaking on behalf of the ANC here. I'm not speaking on behalf of the council. Do, do, do they have contracts? I said yes. And can I tell you, Katie, these appointments were approved by the intervention team. That's why they could be paid. I mean, if that was the case, the intervention team wouldn't have allowed the process to proceed. But we also know that the speaker raised serious questions about some of these appointments and whether or not the correct procedures had been raised, had been followed, rather, in the appointment of these individuals. Yes, that is true. And I think you should then ask, when the speaker um, raised those questions, what did the mayor do and the HR people? And that's when you will find that it was at that particular point that the intervention team, which are the head in the administration, approved that to say everything is in order. And that's why the payments could be made. But the, the point is that just because the intervention team believes that everything is in order does not necessarily mean that everything is in order because you still have people that didn't get paid because seemingly um, processes were not followed in the employment processes. As far as I know, uh, at no, no appointment was done outside procedures. If there is, mention them to me so that we can investigate those. Let me... When the speaker gets, can, I, can I finish? Sure. Yes. When this point was made, an investigation, I remember, was instituted by the chief and by the mayor, and reported to, to the ANC that all is above board. Was managed from the municipal, from the executive mayor to to the uh, acting municipal manager, and finally to the administrators. I want to go to the phone lines because we've just received a call in. It's uh, the, This caller is Anonymous from Mangawung. Anonymous in Mangawung, good morning to you. Hi, Anonymous. Yes. Yes, there we go. We've got you on the line. You're live on the radio. No, thank you very much. Uh, you know, in the revolution, they're just saying that you must never claim and uh, I want to dispute and uh, I'm confirming that uh, Comrade Malebu, please don't lie. I am one of the ghost workers. I've never received any appointment letter up until today. We were paid twice. You remember there was a lot of political infighting before this payment was done. But somehow processes were, 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 were flooded and uh, it was un- it was unprocedural, and those who have made those had the payment. I think it was just a political to keep everybody happy, but there was no appointment left. Anonymous, tell us yes. about the process of your appointment 
and why it is you think you were appointed to whatever position you were given? No, we were appointed because of the ANC had their they had had a list, and but this list because because of no, uh, uh, everybody was not taken on board the principles. It, 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 it created a rust between the mayor, the deputy mayor, the speaker, uh, the mayor, deputy mayor, the speaker, and the chief whip. And somehow there was a dispute, but at the end of the day, it was never resolved, that dispute, and it came to a point where it was forced by uh, the mayor uh, and, uh, and other political, uh, 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 other, uh, uh, political leadership that uh, uh, those people, uh, we must be paid. Uh, but... Uh, there was no processes. Uh, we've never gone through uh, interviews or even gone through, um, uh, or even just been called in. And we just informed that uh, we have been uh, uh, we've been appointed, and I just saw there is a salary in the in the bank. So, so you were just. If I agree that I am a ghost worker. Uh, but now, <laughs> yeah. but, okay. I'm anonymous, I'm going to ask you to hold to stay on the line for me. Um, it's it's eleven thirty. We have to take the news headlines, but there's so there are a couple of other questions I want to ask you. Uh, let me go over to Liesel Wilson, who's on the news desk for us this morning. Thanks, Kathy. Good morning. I'm Liesel Wilson in your headlines. ESCOM has called for an acceleration of efforts to allow independent power producers to provide additional capacity to the grid. ESCOM escalated rolling blackouts to stage four this morning after the Majuba and Tutuka units reportedly tripped, resulting in a further deterioration of generation capacity. Finance Minister Enoch Odongwana says he's confident that the extra income generated from South Africa, uh, for South Africa rather, by the recent commodities boom will help the country cope with the costs of the floods in KwaZulu-Natal. The damage in KZN is estimated at around 10 billion rand. And further afield, the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is expected to apologise to MPs later today for breaking lockdown rules. Johnson is to make his first statement to Parliament since being fined by police for breach in June of 2020. An internal inquiry found that Johnson's staff enjoyed alcohol-fueled parties at 10 Downing Street, with the British leader attending a few of the events himself. I'll be back at the top of the hour for these and other stories. It's back to you, Cathy. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We continue with our Municipal Watch feature. We're taking a look at Mangawunga. Today we've been discussing this contentious issue of the ghost workers uh, that were said to have been employed in that province. It's just one of the issues that has caused a significant drain on the finances of that municipality and big questions around you know, whether these workers um, were employed procedurally and if in fact... Uh, you know, they've been given contracts, appointment letters, etc. Uh, so we have with us Sokopi Malebo, who is uh, the ANC's Interim Regional Executive Committee in Mangawung. Ropolang Dipali is the EFF Regional Chairperson there. And Johan Pretorius is the DA caucus leader in that metro. Just before we head, we headed over to the head uh, to the headlines. Anonymous in Mangawung called in confirming that he is one of the ghost workers that had been has been employed by the municipality. So, uh, anonymous uh, again, I, I want you just to give me as much details as you can. This list that you say the ANC had. Is it a list of its members 
that, you know, effectively were preferred people to be given positions within the metro, I suppose, for maybe the work that they do, because it doesn't sound to me that you even applied for the job or that you even knew that the job was coming. Yeah, uh, no, uh, yes, uh, we have not applied. Uh, uh, it's called political deployment, uh, where political parties were submitted. But uh, I'm still saying that for the fact that uh, there was no agreement between all these uh, role players, that has created a problem. Uh, remember, there was also the, the, the Treasury um, a memo which went out to say that the offices must be reduced, but it seems as if the political um, uh, the, 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 the political party did not adhere to that, and that has created problems. That's why you are having all these problems and all these insights in the party, because there are those councillors who say that, no, let's follow procedure, but there are those within the ANC and councillors who, one way or the other, does not want to follow procedures. And that is why we are, we are in this kind of a crisis. Uh, so, so, Anonymous, I know that you want to conceal your identity, but do you have a particular role that you are given? Don't give me the, the, the role, but do you have a role, do you have a job description about what you're supposed to be doing in the municipality? Uh, no, just to assist within political offices. What does that mean? <laughs> like, if 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 I, I if, if somebody needs a cup of coffee, you'll make it. The but hey, I don't want to talk about the role itself because they'll move us. Yes, no, no, f- fair yeah. enough. So it's just, uh, but 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 does it have a particular job description or is it just miscellaneous? You know, no, there is a job description, but like I'm saying, I don't want to. Okay, do okay, that's yeah. fine. And and how much are you being paid? Are you able to tell me about that? Uh, I can't say it uh, on radio, but it's a lot of money. You're being paid a lot of money. <laughs> yes. How much is a lot of money? Over twenty thousand, over thirty thousand. Yes, over thirty thousand. Over thirty thousand rand per month. Yes. All right. No contract in place. Nothing. No contract. No appointment letters, and so far you've received two salaries. Yes. All right. Okay. Anonymous, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that you took the steps to call in. Sehupi? Um, yes. Do you want to respond? Yes. <clears throat> thank you very much for the, the question you posed to, to the Anonymous. You see, Anonymous says he's got job description. Right? But he's concealing the fact that he got an appointment letter. And he does not clarify that the appointment was a political deployment. That's how he got appointed. And the anonymous sounds like somebody who was actually coming from the previous administration got reappointed into this particular one. So for him, it was actually a continuation of the job that he has been doing. So to then claim that that is ghost, it is really just politicking. The issues were there at some point, I do concede, of the appointment of 
certain individuals in the speaker's office. And when those matters were, were raised, they were attended to and sorted. I even remember very well that they were even at, so, uh, uh, handled at a caucus that was addressed by our national leadership. So, 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 Mr. Sokopi, what are you uh, acceding to now? Because earlier you had denied vehemently that there were never any issues with these appointments. So what is this concession that you're making? What are you conceding? Uh, well, I think then you must also listen properly then. Because I did say, when you mentioned, when you mentioned the issue of the speaker, I did agree that, yes, the speaker once raised that she was not happy with the people employed in her office. And those matters that she raised were referred, I said they were referred back to the to 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 the executive mayor, to the acting municipal manager, and finally to the, the administrators. I did say that. And that is what I'm saying, I'm reminding you to say that I do concede that there were some issues, but those issues that were there during the employment process, does not translate into having all those people as ghost workers or any of them as ghost workers. So, so the gentleman who just spoke prefers to be a ghost worker, but a ghost worker with a job description, a ghost worker who receives a salary, a ghost worker who knows how you are appointed. But that's precisely the problem that has been raised here, um, it's that you have these individuals that are in positions, that are receiving salaries, but as for the record of how these processes that led them being there, that led to them being in those positions are concerned, that there is no record. I'm going to ask you just to, to hold it there. Uh, let me bring Ropolang in. Ropolang of, of the EFF. Ropolang, let me give you a chance to come in here. Can I respond to that in one sentence? Yes. I, I said to you that I'm speaking for those of the ANC. Whereas there's other employment, people employed from other political parties. For those of the ANC are the ones that I am giving this explanation to. All right, and the ones that's that fine. Of other parties, I don't know. Ropolang? Thank you very much, Ms. Kathy. Um, Let's break it down which uh, offices qualify for political uh, uh, appointees. It is the office of the executive mayor, the office of the speaker, and the office of the deputy executive mayor, and that of... And that of the executive mayor is nine, and that of the speaker is nine. no, yeah, it's nine and four from uh, from the deputy executive mayor and two from the uh, majority chief. That goes to twenty-four. That is the political appointment. Now, this hundred and something that we don't know where is it coming from. I'm glad that a an anonymous uh, wish more can come out. The likes of Jabun Balula. The, the brother to uh, uh, the ministers, the brother to the minister, Fikilem uh, Balula, could come out if he's listening, so that he could call and say, "I'm one of those that are getting money from the municipality without even laying a finger." Remember, last week we were in this conversation with Lawrence, who was paid 1.5 million without even laying, not even lifting a finger. 
today now they brought somebody else to come because now they realize that the person that we brought in was very much compromised. So let's bring another one. Last week, Mrs. Uh, Casey, there was supposed to be a, an advert for political uh, 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 advert for political appointment. But what happened? The mayor stopped it. You know why? Because they still want to keep these people. I said it before that. The only thing about these uh, people being paid is for them to go and do the job for political or factional battles around Mangawu. And unfortunately, Mangawu has to come out and fund these conferences that are coming. And we cannot sit down and do nothing about it. Something has to be done. Um, we are taking charge and holding people accountable for the things that they are trying to do. Mangawung, unfortunately, is now funding all these other things that we are not going to take responsibility for and we are not going to sit back and watch them. Mm. For an example, there's a city manager's uh, advert. All of a sudden, we hear that the mayor wants to pull it off and edit it because now the person, the preferred person for that position does not meet the requirements of the advert. Does not meet the requirements of the advert. Mm. And that is not going to happen uh, when I see Casey. That is why last week we were blamed for having have put Mangawun for to be where it is. Because we got the mandate from our uh, from the previous election to say go and fight corruption, and that is exactly what we are going to do. All right. That is exactly what we are going to do, Sis Kathy. We are not going to allow the ANC to come here and do as they please. It's not going to happen as the ESS. Thank you very much. Johanna, I want to give you a chance to come on. Um, thank you, Kathy. Yeah, I think. It's difficult for the ANC to deny all this, and, and, and I don't understand why they deny it. It's, it's facts. But I think let's focus on the Speaker's office, because I think that is where all the evidence came out, and that was brought forward to Council. The Speaker acknowledged that there were 65 appointments in her office um, from corporate services and the HOD on that side that is suspended now because of this. He appointed 65 people in our office that she never approved, she never interviewed, and she told them to stop it immediately. And even after she said they must stop it, they went on with the appointments and they paid their huge salaries. That's why this whole thing came out. So I'm talking about 65 people that never pitched up for work even at the speaker's office. So if you, if you get paid by the municipality, but you don't pitch up for work, that means you are a ghost worker. Same with Lawrence that was last week on the debate. He's being paid for last two years a huge salary, 1.5 million a year. He's a GM from some department. He's never been in the office for two years. And that's the reason I think they... They took him away from this debate. The, 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 the very crucial thing, and everybody's forgetting this fact, when the council came aware of this and we gave instruction to stop the paying of these 
political ghost workers. Those people came to the municipal offices of the Bromfisher building and they kept all those officials inside the building hostage for a whole day. And then they were demanding their payments. And when the people that were standing around there, we, we went there and have a look, had a look. It was councillors from the previous term. So it, it, this is a criminal act. But the, the officials found the opposition parties to come help them, please, because they can't leave the building. Mm. They were threatened. They were scared. There were officials handled, manhandled in that, in that building. A week before that, uh, a faction from the ANC went to the mayor's office and went up to the building and started uh, attacking people. This is the stuff that's happening in, in Mangung now. So uh, the ANC, they want to put blame to everybody else, but they are to blame for this. And, and I agree with the EFF. It's, it's, it's corruption, and it's unacceptable right. that health taxpayer must pay for ANC factions and ANC people to do ANC work from taxpayers' money. All right. Uh, Johan, I'm going to ask you to pause it there. I've got so many callers on this issue. I'm going to ask all of our callers, please, let's try and keep it as short as possible. Monkey in Bloemfontein, good morning. Okay, thank you very much. I want to ask Comrade uh, Malebude to stop lying. I'm a volunteer of the ANC, and I have this information in good faith. Because on the 10th of January, Sigontile Zoled, she made a, a request for the appointment of those ghost employees for about 119 people. And the final approval was made on the 24th of March, but it was made with, with, with uh, amendments. <laughs> the first amendment that was supposed to be made there it was that they must uh, go and reduce that number to seven that has been agreed on on the local, on the local government uh, staff regulations as amended on the 20th of September and the National Treasury Guidelines. It was supposed to be saved. But she went, she, made, she, she went and made a recommendation of about 119 people. And something that, that can tell you, Hori, uh, this thing, it was so, it, 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 it was so busy. It's because on, on the 19th, on the 18th of, 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 of January, and Kaiseng made uh, ask uh, Maswadi to appoint on his, uh, to act on his position from the 18th until the 21st of, the, uh, of January. But to my surprise is that Nkaiseng signed the very same recommendation that was made by, 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 by Selomore on the, the 19th of January. And then you ask yourself, oh, this, this person was on leave. Somebody else was acting, but then Nkaiseng was able to, to sign for, the, for that staff. And then you ask yourself, Hori, if these people were employed on the 24th of January and the municipality's payroll, uh, it, it runs on the 15th of January, how come did they run a special run on the 4th and the 10th of January? Mm. I have uh, evidence here. I can, send the, I can send you guys the email, uh, this evidence on email because I have it in good faith. There's a lot of fishy things that are happening with those ghost workers. And what is so frustrating is the fact that our very own leadership is, 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 is discussing us on, 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 on media when he's protect, by protecting wrongful doing. Comrade mm. Malibu, please stop that. It is wrong. Please try to save uh, the ANC and stop with these factions of yours. All right. That's that, uh, Thank you very much. Monkey, I'll certainly ask Lebo. Lebo, please, let's try and get in touch with Monkey. Tapelo in bloom. 
Hi, how are you? I'm well, Tapelo. Uh, thank you very much for the all right, uh, Tapelo, I'm struggling to hear you. There's an issue with that line. I'm going to move on for now, but we'll try and get you back up on a different line. Let me go to Mojalefa Mungale, Councillor for the African Alliance of Social Democracy. Good morning, Mojalefa. Good morning, Ma'am. Yes. Ma'am, I want to dispute what Malewi said. Mm. That the Malawi is not aware of what is happening in the municipality. I'm a councillor and inside the council. The post that the parties have agreed upon, where those were the PAs of the political offices, were 72, which are the posts that have been budgeted for. Now, the parties had a meeting where they agreed that the starting date for such people it will be on temporary basis from the 1st of December up until the 31st of January which was supposed to run only for that period of two months. Now, this was where the people were appointed later. It was an appointment that was made by the HOD of corporate service, and it was also signed by the lead exco member who is sent by the province, Ntatem Kaza, whom he was not supposed to sign because his mandate to come to Mangaou was to come and assist Mangaou with the financial recovery plan not to sign any document because there is an existing an acting city manager in Mangawu who must sign. And acting city manager refused to sign. Now they took them to Tatem Kaza to sign, and Tatem Kaza signed even though he was not supposed to sign the documents of the council. And that is one of the things that the council was investigating to say, how did the man sign the document when he's not supposed to sign? His duty is only to support the administration in terms of financial recovery plan. Now, that is what he's saying, it is not true, and I don't blame him. I feel sorry for him because he's not in the system, he's not aware of, of what is happening. You are just told and you are misled. Mujalefa, mm, b- yeah. bef- before I let you go, we've got a break coming up. How many additional employees, as far as you know, were then subsequently employed? So there's the 72 that were agreed on, but how many were, were employed? The additional that were employed were 107, because the number went to 179. All right. So as far and as you know... 107 was not budgeted for. Mm. It's not in the budget, and it also flies against the whole plan of financial recovery plan when we were supposed to have financial discipline. All right. Mojalifa, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, it certainly provided greater clarity in terms of what's happening. I'm back with more callers on the line. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. I'm going to take more calls from Bloemfontein. Tapelo, back up on the line. Good morning. I'm I'm all right, Tapelo. Uh, thank you for having me. I just want to, I'm, I'm glad that Comrade Monty spoke about the issues of the, the submission because now what the leader in the city is telling you is, 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 is directly lies. That we don't know why are they doing the things that they're doing. And you hear other people when they call, they say, no, it's the ANC, it's the ANC. So as a bunch of the ANC now, we are distancing ourselves from all the things that these people are doing. Uh, last week, we said Comrade Matai must come with the submission. They didn't come with the submission. You said they are now changing the person who must come then account. What initially happened was that the speaker sent the letter, and then she, she was uh, putting that whole process 
where she also indicated that there was flow in the process. After then, the activity manager, uh, 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 Mr. Maime, also sent them an email and told them directly that uh, as an instruction from the from the speaker, and you actually in contravention with the with the manufacturer, you are requested to stop the process. They continue to speak. So all these things were not done by the ANC. They were done by individuals for their own personal interests, which are not aligned to, to us as the ANC members. All right. So when Tapele, people call people must, yes? I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you to pause it there. Remember, I said we must keep it uh, short because I've got quite a number of callers to get to. But I take the point that you're making that um, as somebody who's a member of the ANC, you're saying that the ANC is distancing itself from it. But of course, the representative we have on that's been accused of lying is a member of the ANC. Um, in fact, it represents the Interim Regional Executive Committee. Um, so it points to the factionalism that is taking place in the party in that province. Baba, Sibulawa, good, good, good morning to you. Hello, Baba. Hello? Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, this case, mine is very short. I just want to speak about, I'm a councillor in the Mangaw municipality. Mm. What is happening in the council of Mangaw? What this gentleman is representing, who is representing the ANC on the line, is not telling us the truth. He's not telling the nation the truth. It's a mess in that council. As I'm speaking to you now, the, the mayor decided to take the city manager to court without the approval of the, of the council. And I'm asking myself, who's going to pay for the cost that the mayor incurred the municipality into? He did not even talk to us. The arrogance the ANC has in that municipality is you know, so bad that they don't even talk to anybody. And I hear that they are, that this group is, is talking about uh, members of the ANC who are voting with the opposition. These people, they, they are just doing their work, what's supposed to be done. I was in the previous administration, it was the same thing. But this one is worse, I must tell you. This one is worse. They are law unto themselves. They don't listen to anybody. They do as they wish. The other day, the, the, the deputy mayor was fighting MMC uh, lady there in the chamber. It's terrible. I must tell you. Thank you very much. Sure. Joseph in Bloom, good morning. Thank you. Good morning to the panelists and viewers, uh, listeners, of course. Uh, Katie, let me just quickly go to the one of uh, political punk staff to be direct from different political parties. We, we must appreciate that the, the, the staff from EFF, AAESD, nine political parties represented there, they've all sent a support staff in there through the office of the chief whip to help capacitate the councillor with regard to issues of uh, research and preparation for council seating. And these people are not appointed as per political appointment, but there are administration staff, but from the office of their chief week. So it is, it is a pure, pure lie from that is hope to suggest these people are political appointees. The people whom we have seconded to those positions, all of them, they have necessary qualifications. Hence, Councillor Mangale, when he first admitted that all political, there were staff that were supposed to start working from uh, December the 1st till March day, and then on a temporary basis, and then the, the advertisement was going to run concurrent to that. 
Now, that would tell you that itself for the SETs, the nine people that I can talk to from the office of the chief of the chief people, there are administrative staff members who are supposed to kind of go through all the processes of recruitment processes of the municipality. But the council itself uh, did acknowledge that these people are going to work on a temporary base from the first 12 capacitate. And furthermore, I, I heard that this could be trying to deflect issues here. Last week when, when I called, I clarified that there is a post in which he, uh, Mr. Matai was, uh, was, was, was employed to do. Hence I said he was convicted. He was discussing issues of cancer, whereas he's an employee of the municipality. As a support staff, uh, as a strategic manager, general manager, in the office of the HOD, which whom since 2016 today, is yet to even, he has yet to even go to work for that, but he continued raking 1.5 million annually. Right. And he didn't apply to that. And the, the goal cannot can not only be reduced to this political staff, the 179 people. We need to understand, as in like now, why did the head city manager, Mr. More, after uh, terminating the employment of the Metropolis, continue paying these people 6,500 per month? Today, those people continue to, to get 6,500 per month. The Metro mm -hmm. officers were not even rendering a service to the municipality. And this cannot only be reduced to only metropolis uh, staff. Oh, there's, a, there's a leadership project that started at the time of Mdante Magnoni while he was a mayor. It was a Bacha project. Even today, those learners who are in that leadership project, they have yet to change. They remain the same people during the, the ones who initiated the program. And today they are earning 6,500. And most of these learners, they don't even spend the time at the center for learning. What they do on the 15th, everyone knows in this municipality. On the 15th, you go and then you sign your register, and then you are going to be paid. Ah. All right. Joseph, we're going to have to leave it there. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it, it's it's like the more we focus on the story, the more begins to unravel and, and begins to, to be revealed. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able uh, to give any of the part participants in, in terms of the panelists an opportunity to respond, at least to what our callers were saying. But that explains why Mangawung is in the state that it is in today. And thank you again to all of our listeners for participating. We'll take a look at what is sent to us and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some answers. For now, let me hand you over to the update at noon. That's where we leave it for this morning on The Talking Point.